Hey, everybody. If you're listening to this, then you decided to listen to the show. And thank you very much for that. I am Ron Avis. Some may call me the Rental King. I may call myself the Rental King, but who, who's counting anyway, right? Ron Avis. And I couldn't do the show without my co-host, a guy who knows a thing or two about tangents, the Selena Gomez to my Taylor Swift, Adam Peterson. Say hello. Hello, Seattle. This is Dr. Brader Crane. <laughs> nice. That was no rehearsal. That was just straight no. into it. Just, just the jazz. Just I mean, I, I'm I, in my head is like I, I'm, I'm jazzed yep. to be doing this. Yeah. Oh man, I love the killer, music. killer the segue, dude. Killer segue. <laughs> this this is like I kind of have been in this sort of I wouldn't say creative slump or anything because I'm not creating hardly anything, but. I still love doing podcasts in the format and I still yeah. love talking about movies with you a whole lot, <clears throat> but why don't we maybe do like a second show, like a companion type show and just call it something like box office tangents. Let's do it. And because I think if you've been a long time listener to our other show, the Cinemasters of the universe, you probably, uh, you're going to be familiar with a lot of what I'm about to say. <laughs> Cause I was like, let's take you it probably back. Probably speak fluent Vietnamese. Probably so. Yes. Shout out to our original, um, followers. Those guys from, uh, Vietnam. I, I was tracking, I was tracking, you know, stats, trying to see how many people actually listen to your show. And, uh, one day I was introduced to all these tools that showed graphs and, you know, it's its intention is like if you have hundreds of thousands of listeners, what data can I pull? But for like us, we have like fifty, li- like someone like would listen, like fifty unique listens, which is you know nothing to scoff at. Right. That's fifty people that took time with us when they had way other, possibly so the, many other things. To you do. Know, now that I'm saying it out loud, we probably have not a single <clears throat> listener who has followed us from episode one. Like we have no retention. <laughs> yeah. We, we pick up a <clears> few fans. We pick up a few fans for a little while and then they drop off and then we pick up a new group of fans. But yeah, for whatever reason, uh, you know, I was looking by state, uh, you know, California. Uh, interestingly, like it, maybe not so. I mean, it's, it, there's a lot of people in California. Uh, but that was like number one, usually in the States. And, uh, you know, naturally where we the home office at the uh, marshmallow stuffing factory yeah where we are uh you know that that would generally be around second but then you get like you know oh there's wyoming there <laughs> they showed up fourth for us thanks a lot wyoming and i would have, uh, I would have imagined vermont vermont for some reason. yeah delaware <clears throat> for sure <laughs> Delaware just, just likes like, everybody. <laughs> stateside, we're big in Vermont. Yeah. Just please like us. But there's nothing special about us, residents of Delaware. <laughs> yeah. Sincerely, people who live in the state of Delaware. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I don't hey, know why I'm taking a shot at anyone who's from Delaware. Delaware to just immediately be turned off. <laughs> but, hey, guess what? We only need fans in 49 states. Yeah, Delaware. we can make do. 
Puerto Rico's right behind you. <laughs> exactly. They're going to fill we your have, spot. We got Guam. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of territory. They're ready to, to step the up. US. The only reason we don't add them now is it was just fuck up all our cool patterns with our stars. Yeah. yeah so, you know, don't think you're not replaceable. But anyways. Oh, you are. I, 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 I went to Delaware. <laughs> For whatever reason, I mean, I'm not just picking on Delaware. I was, my brain <clears> took me to the Wayne's World bit where <laughs> Wayne, <we're> in <laughs> or imagine Delaware. being magically whisked away to Delaware. Hi, I'm in Delaware. <laughs> and for whatever reason, a state that I had probably never, like a resident of a state who I'd never encountered in my entire life, like, you would think now that that's just everything there is to know about Delaware. Uh, in, I know the school, president I'm... is from your fine state, so there. I know a, a few other things about Delaware. Aubrey Plaza is from there. Are you kidding me? Oh, Delaware. No. Dude, I'm sorry we got off on the wrong foot. I didn't realize you were Aubrey Plaza. <clears throat> Ooh, yeah. Man, and now I'm feeling kind of nervous, like we really fucked up big time right there, just right out of the block. <laughs> I immediately regret it. <laughs> oh, no. We lost Aubrey. Why? Yeah, right out the gate. Right <laughs> out the gate. <laughs> anyway, Classic anyway. Blunder. Uh, we like to go on tangents. We we tend to want to, like, I think both of us may be a little attention deficit disorder, and but we enjoy movies, so that, like, behavior maybe translate, or maybe it's not that so much as just, you are perfectly fine with sitting still for many hours at a time. So you might as well fill it with movies, you know, yeah. like that could also apply. Like, you know, I'll let America guess which one is which. <laughs> exactly. But we, you know, we love to talk about movies and we used to have these little kind of skits in our early, early days of, um, of Cinemasters. And I really liked doing those skits. It kind of made you feel like a real terrible version of saturday night live <laughs> just really bad but fun it was fun for us you know we would act out parts we'd read mad libs like movie mad libs and like, yes we did we just had a lot of fun <clears throat> with a lot of things but we went away from that eventually because we i think we both started to realize we never ever talk about the real movies we love in any depth or detail so <laughs> i just spent my one chance to get the like this movie I love talked about and it's over in a blink so you know like let's create a format where we pick a movie that we really want to talk about or what well (laughs) the one thing that I really love about us is that we take turns you know like I'll I'll pick the topic and you're pretty sure you're pretty confident that you know even if it wasn't your exact cup of tea since we're like both so similar in movie tastes, we're probably going to find that movie entertaining or enjoyable. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it, it's just, um, <clears throat> it's just like a couple of, couple of dudes, like same, same sides of the same coin. I don't even know what the expression would be. Just on a that couple day. of white broads. Just a couple of white broads here to entertain you. And we'll hope to hopefully entertain you. <laughs> I, I entertain myself. That's what this is really all about. We have I'm, a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm entertaining you myself. And if anyone wants to come along for the ride, I am more than an attention lover to let you just 
tag right along, just right on those coattails. If you want to, like I maybe I'm a bit much sometimes, but you know, not not too bad, not too bad. That's why we got that buff off Craigslist. Yeah, yeah, and you I think on. I think part of my uh, hosting duties on the other show is like I feel the need to manage our time and topics. So I can't feel free to just cut loose and be myself. Just, yeah, just roll with the punches. Yeah, and like you identified one of your favorite episodes like of mine was the one where Matt came on the show and like yeah. he had to be that guy and I just sort of was free to be myself for that whole entire episode. And I said some outrageous shit that you probably wouldn't normally hear uh, on any other given episode. But it was fun. You know, I had a good time. And I'm, I'm excited to be in a show where it's it's all about tangents, but it's it's box office related tangents most of the time. Yeah, that's what our desk was at, at the mushroom packing plant, the city that that is home office to. It could go anywhere. It could, we could, who knows? Who knows where we'll end up? Yeah, I don't we know. Have, we have no roadmap right now. Right. So why don't we <laughs> why don't we not toss that? format the other format away let's preserve it and keep doing it on a very yeah. selective basis and the majority of the time we'll just do these like little week long or week to week hopefully an hour or so long uh thoughts that go through our head or just like you know when you go to work and you have a list of things in your head you can't wait to tell your your buddy at work to talk about you know you just have that list in your head we're going to do yeah. that every episode. I'm going to bring a list in my head. Adam's going to bring a list in his head. And we're just kind of run through them like we would do if we were still working together before, you know, everything went, you know. Before pre- it all just <laughs> fell apart. <laughs> yeah. It's like, how do I, I kept tripping over my words. Like, what's the least <clears throat> offensive way to put this? Uh, there was nothing funny about what happened, but here we are. We're on the other side, and I think maybe because we made it to the other side, we have a bit darker sense of humor <laughs> uh, for for our troubles. But yeah, let's just let's just do that. I'll. We have no idea what the other person's gonna bring, um, but we are confident enough that like it would be pointless for me to try and trip you up with a topic I know you know nothing about. That wouldn't, I mean, it would be entertaining as hell for like two minutes. <laughs> the know? early works of Dame Junie. <laughs> and I'm like, <clears throat> I don't want to watch that. And I definitely haven't watched it before. I hate you, Adam Peterson. You go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the show would break apart. It would be torn from its, its very, the fabric of its roots. So no, we're just going to do that. It's very loosey goosey. Uh, we can not have to worry about editing this because it's just our free thought. And sometimes we're just going to pull up uh, a, a, you know, a, a tab in our browser and fact check ourselves because why the fuck not? <laughs> and sometimes we won't. Sometimes <laughs> we'll be wildly wrong. Yes, yes. And that's, that's fun for us. Not so much for you, but you will have to try and figure out, am I talking to the devil on the shoulder or the angel on the shoulder? <laughs> Which one's it going to be? You may never know. No, but I, I really would like to see us do a consistent week-to-week uh, show just with the very loose parameters of what the show requires. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just sitting down and verbalizing thoughts. All right. Which uh, 
for humans is it's difficult to do um, sometimes. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's very hard. Mm. So you may you may learn a thing or two from listening to us. Uh, I would like to think many of you would definitely learn a thing or two. Uh, we don't just always talk about the stuff that everyone talks about. Sometimes you get some deep cuts with us, so stick around. Sometimes yeah, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes we may devote a whole topic to farts and movies. But even if we did, wouldn't that please at least most of our fans? <laughs> yeah. If you're I mean, going, it's a little lowbrow for Vermont, but yeah, well, know, that's true. I don't want to. Spit it's right up the wire. Trying now. to suck up to them to get back, but here <laughs> look, we're just going to pretend to be just the lowest common denominator humans, laughing at every dick and fart joke imaginable, and you can have the pleasure of pointing out our shortcomings because it'll. Yeah. That's like you know that's like porn to a really snooty person to point out the shortcomings of others. I think exactly. Yeah. So it becomes like a fetish kind of thing for them. There's all kinds of reasons to listen to our podcast. So, you know, that that's kind of what it's called. If it's, if it's called something else, 10 episodes down the road and you're like really confused because we've already changed the, uh, you know, the, the thumbnail and we completely erased the name of the podcast we were referring to just obliterated from happened. history exactly but you're like no i remember 10 episodes when you guys were just known as the box office tangents there we're I gonna mandela affect the crap out of you oh people. we are gonna gaslight every single one of you until you remember we're willing ourselves into popularity <laughs> All right, so my my first topic, and I want you to know that this is going to be such a thing, I'm predicting, we're going to have to divide it up into parts, okay? (laughs) Because we could go down a hole with one of these bad boys. Oh, yeah. All right. So I was, um, what was it that drew, drew my attention to this topic? Oh, it was, it was thinking about Keanu Reeves and how, the dude was a huge movie star and then suddenly nobody gave a shit about him anymore. And then out of nowhere, once again becomes like this gigantic movie movie star. star. And I'm like thinking, what the fuck is this? It happens a lot. Same things going on with Jim Carrey. Like the dude was one of the biggest stars of our time. And then he just sort of dwindles away into a sea of, uh, self-fulfilling mo- like movies that he wanted to be seen him yeah. starring in. You know what I mean? Not really for oh, us. Yeah. Like we like the Jim Carrey that farted from his ass and talked to animals and, and like rescued snowflake. Like that's the Jim Carrey. I'm sure most people remember loving the dumb and dumber Jim Carrey. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. But we still stuck along. We stuck with him for the ride. Right. I mean, he's, he's not been completely gone. Uh, but there's this sudden rise in popularity with him again, and I think it's because he's being the old Jim Carrey from the, like, 90s and early 2000s and shit. Before he got real serious and, like, deeply political. Before that he dude. made the number 23. Before he made 23, basically. You're correct. Mm. So here it is. I want to have, like, a, a like a elimination, single elimination style uh tournament starring movie stars who had like the biggest brightest like era that they were like popular in 
not like a whole movie career, you know, but like focus it down to a period of time where they were just the biggest thing ever. And I want to see if we can each nominate one and then we can kind of like we can we can talk through together and decide who goes home and who goes for. <laughs> but I thought that might be kind of a fun thing to just like nominate, a- just nominate for me a star who you think dominated a period of time. And that you're going to you're going to want to argue in a way that that period of time was more popular than whoever I conjure up. Okay. Now, uh, okay. I, now I have an unfair advantage. So to buy you a little bit of thinking time, we're going to go to a familiar uh, clip of a movie uh, that will probably in no way distract you <laughs> listening to it when you should be thinking about what you want to talk about. But for just for our old longtime listeners from the old podcast, I give this to you. I gotta stop. I gotta stop. Okay, so that bit, that bit bombed. <laughs> that bit bombed because I faded down on the music from w- we came in on that jazzy little number. By uh, I'd I like to like think, yeah, I'd like to thank our uh, the that artist for allowing me t- uh, to use that for the show. Uh, uh, there, of course. I mean, you know, you know, who you are. Thank you. But anyways, uh, yeah, it's like I forgot to stop the song so when i played the other clip that i had like queued up uh i had the jazzy (laughs) the jazzy tangent still going apparently and then of course the clip that i wanted to do so let me let me just uh let me just fix that okay but i am buying you more time which is a dumb thing for me to do but i am dumb so i'm gonna play it again That's no, babe. <laughs> That's like our Je- Jeopardy wait for the answer song. <laughs> the that never gets old. No, it doesn't. It's like the perfect amount of time to, to buy yourself a little time. Uh, so we're going to have to get desensitized to that real fast because I can't stop what I'm thinking and listen to that and not listen to that. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's so exactly. good. So good. All right. So why don't well, go ahead and nominate your actor. Uh, or you right, want me to me nominate sure. mine if you want to buy some more time. So this is this is somebody who had an illustrious career, okay, and has has since kind of tanked, right? That's what we're going for. Um, yeah, the parameter would be not even necessarily that. Um, really, the only parameter is they could have they can be you know they could be popular in the seventies and never lost a step and still be popular now. They're they are eligible. What I'm going for is what period of a couple years like what actor burned the hottest during that period of you know two four five years whatever the case is you want to make uh, okay with okay. the ultimate goal of discovering who is the mega ultimate fucking movie star because we're gonna like pit movie big movie stars against each other 
in each part of this that I do until we get to that grand champion. And I'm going to say, <clears throat> let's do this. This we're talking the greatest of all time. So it could be, it could go on and on forever. So let's just say we're going to do a two parter part, a three parter. No, a two parter. <laughs> part one An is harder. <laughs> That's two duplicate <laughs> oh my god no there's going to be four teams essentially uh one team from this episode advances and then another team from that the part two's episode advances and then uh at the end of part two we announce who is that champion and if we want to like make it an eight thing and then go back we can do that because all we have to do is math by increments of four <laughs> <laughs> let's do exactly. it exactly yeah okay all right um oh, whew, golly uh yeah who's your guy who's your guy uh i, I see I, I did this i did this backwards at first um oh okay do you need I, more time I, I do was... you need to hear the babe no babe wait again because <laughs> <laughs> i will pull it up if it helps if it helps you noodle uh well I, no i because if I, I, what I'm what I'm curious of is yeah if I if I'll end up stepping on your on your toes or not here because uh, if we're going for like somebody who just really I I have listed eight possible candidates for myself so okay. there's no way you are gonna step on my person I mean you could but it, I can make a case for any one of these eight maybe. <laughs> So it wouldn't bother me one bit if my initial guy gets cut out. So, yeah, you're, you're probably going to pick somebody that I had on my list and I can just cross, I mean, cross them out, really, because I would at that point, I would probably not. If I wanted to win, I got to not agree with every point you make. <laughs> I'm like, yes, that fucking was amazing. <laughs> you win, dude, obviously. But, you know, keep well, it keep it friendly because, you know, we we keeps it friendly. Yeah. We keeps it a hundred. Is it hundred? A hundred. Hundred. We keeps it one hundo. Do you say one hundo or just hundo? Uh, oh my God. I, I am the whitest dude in the history of first podcasts. <laughs> like yes. pilot episodes. Woohoo. Oh, that's, that's the, yep. That's a gamer reference and a movie reference. That's what we call a twofer right there. Uh, it's a twofer. Yeah. So we call it twofer in the industry. Um, if, if I, I hope, if I, gotta... I hope I'm like explaining the contest properly. Like, I don't, I want to make sure you in your head, maybe pick your top guy. Like not like I'll start weak, but finish strong. Like just go for your top guy right off the bat. Well, I mean, I, if there's, if there's somebody that jumps out in, in the way that I believe I understand it now, I, I mean, you gotta go Sandler. Oh, Adam Sandler, you savage. Holy shit. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I'm going to pick Tom Hanks. <laughs> but let's be. I, mean, I, saw, I saw T. Hanks out there. I saw him hanging out. <laughs> oh, how could you not go Hanks? He's like a first ballot Hall of Famer, that dude. <clears throat> but no, let's, let's not be hasty because. I'm going to be completely honest. Adam Sandler was on my list. <laughs> that This I, is going to be like, hard. I, I'm going to be like yeah. real biased towards whoever it is that you're picking. So, uh, and I know you probably really dig Tom Hanks. So this is going to be tricky. This is going to be, we're going to be objective and, yeah. you know, we're going to give our honest opinions and 
we're going to be objective too. Like we have to admit, like when something's something, you know, you got to say that it's something. You can't just sandbag something just to win an argument. So oh, that, yeah. that's what we're bringing to this table. So Hanks versus Sandberg. So like I'm going to pull up IMDb now. Well, oh, I, I realized you didn't give like a year, like year to year. Um, cause like some, some years of Sandler are leaner than others. You, you want to go for the best era of the best Adam Sandler. What, uh, what is the, what is the time frame? Like what, how, how long do I get? Uh, you can, if your case is strong enough, you could go up to seven or eight. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's see here. I think, I think then what I would do. If I can get if I can get seven, I'm going. Uh, I'm going ninety three to two thousand. Okay, all right. Here's here's what we're gonna do. We're you you people who are along with us ride for us. <laughs> you you just gets to listen. Don't don't pull up your phones and try to cheat and get the answer before we do. You should be driving your car, working, pay attention to your job. <laughs> you leave that research to us. All right. Adam Sandler. Which years? 93 to 2000. Ooh. <laughs> that is savage, man. It's good. So we're not going to talk about it just yet. Let me let me get mine pulled up side by side. And if you have the ability to do this, I I hope you do too. So we can so we can pluck without any trouble any kind of factor you know, thing we would need. All right, let's see. Let's see. Why is this? Okay, actor, actor. Okay, expand. Okay, um, so you said 90. Um, 93 to 2000. 93 to 2000. Okay, okay. I see where you're starting. And that's a good start. That is a good start. To 2000 and what? Or just, uh, just 2000. Just 2000. Okay. I got, I got yours. Now I'm going to pull up mine. Let's see. So I can give you my era because I actually didn't. Um, well, no, no. I'm going to think off the top of my head. I'm just going to think off the top of my head. Uh, I'm going to say from... Uh, hold on. Let me think about this. From ninety three until ninety eight. What I should give my? How many years did you go? Did you? Do you remember? I went seven. Seven. And, and yeah, mine, so you go. You go from if you start in ninety three, you go two thousand twelve. Okay. Okay. 93 to 2000. Wow. Interesting. We have this basically the same span of time. This is going to be good, man. This is a fair fight. Okay. All right. So let's start with, um, wait, I got to pull up Hanks here. We'll just, we'll do this year by year and we'll score it by rounds. How about that? (laughs) All right. Okay. Uh, come on, go, go. So many producing things for Hanks. So many. All right, hold on, hold on, 93, got it. Okay, Uh, so the year is 1993, and I'm going to beat you this year, sir. (laughs) 
<laughs> I think. Uh, Sleepless in Seattle for Hanks and Philadelphia, a movie in which he won an Academy Award for. <laughs> so, Everything that guy says is hilarious. Yeah, I have AIDS. So 93, so that's what I'm putting up on the table. And for you, you're putting up... Conehead. Coneheads. Coneheads is a fine film. I enjoy it, and it's one of those movies that I will watch repeatedly. You know, if it's just maybe not to put it in, put the effort of taking it out of a case and putting it into a player, but if I see it halfway through on a you know on a movie channel, pretty much no matter which which part of the movie is on, I'll just kind of like like go along for the rest of the movie. You know, like that's definitely one of those movies. But I'm gonna have to. I'm going to have to uh, say to you, sir, I think Tom Hanks is the winner winner of round one by a knockout. Like, boom. I suppose if AIDS is better than Alien. <laughs> oh, I'm going to need to get a rim shop sound effect. Okay, okay. All right, so let's go to round two. Let's go to round two. <clears throat> you, see, you see what I'm working with, and I see what you're working with. So for me, 19, well, you, you start 94 since you, I started last time. Well, I think for for both ninety four is a it's a head to head that well I mean he <laughs> I got a pretty strong his, contender I'm not gonna lie you do you do have a pretty strong contender there mm-hmm. um the because uh, for ninety four on Sandler's side yeah uh, the bigger one I would clearly say is Airhead uh, yep and then he had a, a smaller role in mixed nuts. Yeah, well, that that was Which, that. Let's be fair. That was a uh, Steve Martin movie. <laughs> yeah, he was he was appearing in movies. You could say at this phase of his yeah, career, I mean, he's nine, just in stuff yeah. now. <laughs> when we get to ninety five, that's yeah, when, that's when he, the gloves will be yeah, yeah. <clears throat> You're gonna take a couple of like early haymakers, I think, because in nineteen ninety four, Tom Hanks won. I think he won another Oscar, if I'm not mistaken, for this. Uh, just a little movie called Forrest Gump that no one's ever seen before. <laughs> I mean, that movie was like the movie of 94, Forrest Gump. It was a movie in 94. It was. So it's automatically qualified to enter into the arena. Um, but yeah, I mean, there. I think he makes an appearance in a music video for uh, Bruce Springsteen. So, I mean, that's that doesn't hurt to be in a Bruce Springsteen video the same year. I'm just going to say it's not, it's just barely cinema adjacent, but he, the streets of Philadelphia song was a big part of that picture, big part of that movie. So they tie together. They're both important. Yeah. Right. Even if it is just like a a clip montage of the movie and that's it. Nothing more. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. So can we, can we say that the nineteen ninety four that again goes to Hanks? I suppose. I suppose. Yes. Uh, if I got, I mean, yes. Air, Airheads is a cult classic. I love know, Airheads. It falls under the same category as Coneheads. Any movie with it, heads in the title. <laughs> at this point, Adam Sandler is just—he's just trying to get in people's heads. Yeah. That's what he's trying oh. to do. Well, there's Whatever a reason why I didn't start with Hanks. I mean, he did come out of the gate straight out of the gate with Splash. You know, one yeah. one minute he's uh what is it? Uh Alex P Keaton's uncle. 
you know, just just like a guest starring role in probably yeah. at the time the number one comedy on TV, Family Ties. So that's that's a lot of exposure. But, you know, right after that is when he was in Splash. And that was, of course, a big movie. And then he got, you know, the the Bachelor Party movie, which was a cult classic. So he's now he's got the fans of the cult classic nerds. And the he's also in the ear of the big blockbuster movies like Splash. You know what I mean? He instantly yeah. has cred both ways. <clears throat> and he never, ever betrayed either side, Tom Hanks. So, uh, I, but I could have started early on. The, the Man with One Red Shoe. That's not one of his best and most memorable movies of his. The wonderful film. Yeah. Because it has Tom Hanks. Okay. Uh, Everything I'll, that guy says is hilarious. I'm just going to say I have AIDS now, 95, yeah. 95. Now I'm, I'm not going to lie, man. This is a, this is also a pretty big one here. Uh, in 95, Tom Hanks was the star of Apollo 13 in a film filled with other movie stars. He somehow was the biggest star of all of those guys. And he starred in a little film made by Pixar called Toy Story, which was again, no big deal. Uh, but yeah, that was '95 for Tom Hanks. What do you got for the Sandman over there? For for the Sandman, um, I uh, I've got Billy Madison. Mm, mm. Billy Madison for me trumps Apollo 13. Um, it just cancels <clears throat> it out. As much as I love Apollo 13, Billy is in my Hall of Fame film list. Like. It may not be as easy as I'm thinking, but I think it could be a top 20 movie all time. So I like Apollo 13 quite a bit. Nowhere near the top 20. So I'm going to give you that one as a win. What else you got? Uh, Saturday Night Live. He's credited 90 to 95. (laughs) (laughs) If I'm going to talk about Tom Hanks. Adam Sandler's entire <laughs> Saturday Night Live, his entire career okay. on Saturday okay. Night Live, culminating <laughs> in 1995. We're talking movies here, but you are correct. That is true. He is probably <clears throat> at the top of everyone's mind in 1980. Not to mention his CD was like number one bestseller. So, yeah, as a famous person, he for sure had a big, big year that year. His coming out year, really, 95. Yeah. Um, Okay, okay. Any other movies? That's that's all he has in 95. I think we're going to have to call this year a draw. I hate to do it because that would be a clear and obvious, like, win. If I didn't have SNL, I would would have to – I would have to admit defeat. That's why I'm clinging so desperately to you're, the SNL. You're manipulating me thing. because you know I put I I I think that show's important. So yes, you can win the round. Fine. It's the, no, it's the only way. It's the only way because if it was just Billy Madison versus yeah. uh, Apollo 13 and, and and Toy Story, yeah, Toy Story, they're like, oh, I mean, I really love Billy Madison. Oh, but yeah. I, I don't think Billy Mad- like you I know, think Billy Toy Madison Story trumps Billy Madison about, right there. So if you, if you put Billy Madison in a dark alley with Apollo 13 and uh, Toy Story, <laughs> I, I don't think Billy Madison's walking out of that alley. He put himself. up a fight. He put up a real good fight. He he would get his but licks if, in. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he yeah he he he'd land a few, but right. But then you know, late late in the fight, you, oh here comes his SNL career charging now. Hey, what are you what are you guys? <laughs> And that's where it becomes a fair fight. 
that's where we come to two Aquaman on two. Aquaman is here to save the day. Yes, I mean, the, the two movies are just like, wait uh, a minute. We thought this was just a movie fight. We're like, ah. Yeah, right. We we uh, didn't realize that this was going to be like a break your counter rules. But, hey, whoever said that doesn't know fight. us because we make rules to break them. <laughs> yeah. Without this SNL career, yeah. there wouldn't be several of his movies. Well, but you know so, what? You got a point. The dude is now a like legitimate movie star with Billy Madison. So every time he's on TV that week, it's like a movie came out that week. That's how big he was on SNL. It was basically the same thing. So, you know, it, it kind of does count. And he would bring versions of those characters into his movies later on. You know, Adam Sandler's really only got a handful of different unique personalities. There's, yeah. there's like the crazy guy you know like you know like that kind of thing oh yeah like the dude with Tourette's the dude with Tourette's is one phase of his career uh being very uh innocent and childlike is another hallmark of his character yeah and like a wheezing guy of some kind (laughs) Dracula let's be honest he's a good Dracula and and you know if we're if we're being, if we're being honest, you know, oh, you got Hanks and you got, you got Sandler, and it's a seven-year span. By the way, can I just get you to pin that? Because if there's a chance in hell that Adam Sandler would look at our show and pl- press play, and an even bigger chance in hell that he heard it be kind of sort of trash his career in a way. <laughs> because none of those personas are very respectable. It's just like clown personas, <laughs> more or less. No, Adam Sandler. I say those things with great love and admiration and respect. <laughs> if Sandler hears this, no, my God. Sandler, if I, I did my opportunity to be best friends with Adam Sandler because he heard that out of context thing that I said. <laughs> Sandler, I put you above Tom Hanks. Oh, my God. One day I'm going to get canceled because there's audio evidence of me trashing one of the most beloved people on Earth. <laughs> it's it's akin to uh, uh, Scott Tennerman when he's realized that Eric Cartman has fed him his parents via oh a bowl my of God. chili. Let me taste weeping. your tears is my favorite. Whenever, and, whenever. <laughs> and then Radiohead, his favorite band. <laughs> What's this stupid crying kid? What's oh he crying about? Whenever I need like a, a mental picture of just utter devastation, <laughs> I, I just God draw. I just draw up that in my head. Oh, and then Eric undercutting it all with "Yes, let me taste your tears." It's so sadistic, oh. man. It's it's my favorite South Park episode <laughs> of all time. Oh wow, yeah, that's good. That's good. And I will I will point out. In a in a seven year span of time, ninety three to two thousand, um, this being the third year that we're going through that. Yeah, I've accepted two defeats and a draw. So no, no, I'm no, not, you I'm, no, you get you 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 actually get victory. You're a victorious uh, winner. You like oh, you won that round. Yeah. Oh, I thought I was. I was. I well, was, you know, I initially I thought it would be a draw if I only thought of it in terms of just the movies seen in theaters. But I didn't really consider fairly his, like, the zeitgeist of him being on a TV show where he's featured pretty heavily week to week. In that same year, he was in one of the biggest movie hits of the year. So, like, that kind of counts for something, really. He's building more and more cred to his next film, which is why I think some of these guys stay in TV 
when they have success in movies because they just know they yeah. can reinvent their career on TV and then get, you know, more movie roles that way. That's just sort of, I mean, it makes kind of sense. Doesn't make sense. But no, you win that one. You're it's, I have a two, one advantage rolling into the Ooh. fourth. We may have to just cut it to one tangent today. I'm afraid maybe <laughs> uh, we've used almost our allotted hour uh, just going on my tangent. So let's, let's pick this it up. This is a good tangent. Let, I'm it okay is. With, I like it, this it's, tangent. It, it's, it's, well, I mean, there's a lot at stake here. It should probably deserve more than an hour, but here we go. We're going to try anyway. Okay. Uh, so 96 is the next year. And I, 96. not my strongest, uh, it's, it's important because I established, I'm talking like I'm fucking Tom Hanks myself. It was important to Tom <laughs> Hanks, right? Like, what did that, what just happened? <laughs> did I just think I was Tom Hanks? I feel like I was like, I pictured myself in a movie on trial, you know, and I'm trying to convince you, the jury that me, Tom Hanks, I am the greatest, <laughs> but no, I, Tom Hanks. And the greatest of all time. He had a he he had a really small part in the movie, but he was like producer and I think director uh, with that thing you do. A really cute movie. That yeah, is, great great movie. Fun yeah, movie. it. I think it used to be probably more known just because like there are other f- young actors who went on to you know, like bigger movie careers. I guess I feel like it's yeah. more known for that than it is Tom Hanks being a star in it. But anyway, what do you have for ninety uh, six? 96 uh this is this is gonna be uh it's gonna be a good one for me yeah. i've got happy gilmore boom winner <laughs> like you don't even yeah. have to go man you don't even have to go that's a clear I, winner I, I also have uh the adam sandler music video for steve polychronopolis that's pretty good yeah <clears throat> i like that that and has a lot Bullet of his buddies from snl in it yeah he wasn't dumb he's like i might as well like make these other guys just as famous as me by proxy, which is exactly something Adam Sandler would do. The dude's got a huge heart and he's fiercely loyal. And he, I could just see him like all of my friends on the show are going to get parts in my movies forever because I want them to be as notable and as famous as me. And he's just a humble enough guy to really truly believe that, you know, he thinks these guys are the funniest guys in the world, not just Farley, but all of them really. But yeah, you win with with uh, Happy Gilmore. That that's a hell of a one two punch for me, you know. Because uh, Apollo thirteen and Toy Story and that thing you do is gonna take down some giants. But you had yeah. Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore with your yeah. left and your right hooks, <laughs> and I <sighs> went down, man. I went down. All right, so it's it was, tied. It's two. It's two to two. It's two two. All right now. Oh, maybe I, maybe I, maybe I made a mistake. Maybe I shouldn't have, I should have gone back further. All right. Uh, so 97, I didn't do anything. (laughs) Same here. 97 is a total. Oh my God. Thank the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was, that was so close. All right. 1998, um, saving private Ryan and one of your favorite romantic comedies in the world. You've got mail. I do have mail. I fucked you with that one, didn't I? <laughs> um, I've got well, you on you record, know, it's, sir. It's just clearly stating how much you love that movie. Oh, it's a great movie. I do. I do love. I love you've got mail. Um, what's great is I've got um, I've got a, a a classic Sandler and uh, a uh, 
a romantic comedy as well. I've got a twofer. Mm. I've got uh, The Waterboy, which mm-hmm. uh, was mm-hmm. was a, a classic Sandler, and The Wedding Singer, <clears throat> uh, both in 98. And then a uh, small, uncredited uh, role as Satan in Dirty Work. <sighs> wow. So... So, it's is it is it is it quantity or quality? Because saving, I would uh, say, Saving Private Ryan is better than any of those movies on his own. Saving Saving Private Ryan is at the at the at the steep hill to climb. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you've got mail was the return of Hanks and Megan Ryan, which at Hanks the time was a very very big deal at the time. And it still holds up. Yeah. I'm gonna have to. I mean, I'm gonna have to claim victory for Hanks in '98. I'm gonna have to. I'm sorry. I think, I think I can give you. I think I can give you '98. I love. I love so many of those movies, you know, but it. I. It's kind of one of those things. Like I have to be objective. Like all of those movies. Yeah. If I had to. If I could <laughs> trade all of those movies for Saving Private Ryan, I would take it ten times. You know what I mean? <laughs> but knowing that that was such a good movie and holds up to this day as like the gold standard world war two movie. And it's been that long. Like it, it's a very it steep building. One of Ben Diesel's greatest movies. Absolutely. He bled when he bled to death. Oh my God. I cried, man. When he like, well, I, I now you're probably wondering if I, is he being sincere? Like, no, I didn't cry, <laughs> but it was pretty damn sad when he had the letter to his dad back home to his dad. He wanted to, it was important to him that he, he'd give that letter. And only a only an actor as fine as Vin Diesel could have pulled that off yeah. in such a short period of time. This is pre Dominic Toretto. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. Um, yeah, but I, I'm still gonna have to say let's. It's 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 a squeaker for um, Hanks in '98. So I I retake the lead three two, three two. Okay, '99. What do you got? Oh, I've got, uh, let's see, I've got Big Daddy. Uh, Good I've movie. got the, uh, the music video for The Peeper off of one of Sandler's albums. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, the role of Robert Justin, a voice uncredited in Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo. Wow. Whew. That's going to be, is that it? Or is there more? That's, that's, no, that's my 99. Okay. Wow. Um, all right, I'm going to try my best. And first, I'm going to hit you with a little movie called The Green Mile, a Stephen King adaptation that people cared about again, starring America's sweetheart Tom Hanks. Oh, man, that movie got me. Michael Clark Duncan in that flick. I, is, I don't know if there's many better performances in any movie I've seen than him in that movie. He was so good as that character. Like, I felt devastated when he dies at the end of the movie spoiler alert uh it was almost too much to take because his heart was so pure and so good and that movie was very emotional for me and it had some really good performances in it too from character actors that you don't normally see day to day but one of those if i'm not mistaken was um who who's that guy you dig a lot who's he's i like him too why can't I think of his name? He was in that three billboards outside of Wyoming. He played one of the cops. 
Oh, Sam Rockwell. Say so, yeah, Sam Rockwell is in that movie too. And if I'm not mistaken, the dude who stood in for uh, Adam or uh, uh, what am, let's see, uh, uh, Eon Spangler, I think he was the stand-in for Eon Spangler as an old man. His ghost, I think that was him, made up to look kind of like Egon. So yeah, oh really? Yeah, so he's in it, and, and you know that adorable mouse, and just the scene where he, they get him on a truck and he goes out to the what was it the the mayor or something? I don't forget who he was. He was in politics. They were trying to get his help, and uh, he he just like heals his wife with his like just whatever gift he had. And the thing that made you appreciate it more is when he did it, he got violently ill right after. And he had to spew yeah. bees out. Like, the bees were your sins. And he has to swallow them and spit them out. And there's so many bees. It's disgusting. Like Not wow. as many as Nicolas Cage in The Wicker Man. No, but. no. Bees! <laughs> <laughs> but that's. I think that's a pretty good like start right there to what, but I'm going to like toy story Two, like one of the most anticipated sequels of all time. <clears throat> I'm going to go ahead and say maybe, maybe a slight win for, for Hanks again. I'm going to, I don't know. What do you think? I mean, did you see Deuce Bigelow? <laughs> Wait a minute. What was he in Deuce Bigelow again? Uh, Robert Justin, a voice uncredited. <laughs> Uncredited, he didn't even want credit for whatever fucking thing he said. <laughs> uh, I will say, yeah, that while while it is uh, terribly moving when a criminal on death row is is executed because you feel so bad that uh, that a death row criminal, yeah, is being executed. Well, he was innocent though. Against, his, his, he, he was accused of killing row. little girls, but we know the real truth. It was that darn he was a death row inmate. <laughs> you're trying, was, you're trying to like, there's uh, no real jury. What are you doing, man? <laughs> you're he not, was executed. <laughs> I know you're full of shit. Who are you trying state. to convince? <laughs> I know that that's a, give it to me. Give it to me. When give, death row inmates are executed. <laughs> Uh, give me, give me, a, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, child, I need, I need, give me, give when me. When a child is ripped from the loving arms uh-huh. of an adult. All of those things. Yeah, yeah. A child uh, who is, those a are child scenarios who is, that who did not no happen. One. You're making it a up. A child who has no one and is, and is suddenly ripped from the Eloquently loving arms. Eloquently spoken words about a lie. <laughs> it's just little Julian that's ripped. Uh, from Sonny's arms, and you just watch him oh, as, he, as he's taken away. Yeah, I'm gonna just be that quiet, that and you're gonna have to say this stuff, and without the distraction of my frustration, executed. <laughs> I I have to put forth my case. I don't have a strong case. Your Honor, please. <laughs> <laughs> Your Honor, a child ripped from the loving arm. Of an adult versus a look, look, versus this, a death row inmate. This here is being a executed. This is a podcast about tangents, and I think you might have just tangented <laughs> your tangented your way to a fucking draw. Are you happy? 
that that gets that gets me over the great mile. You still have Toy Story Two, and if I'm putting Deuce Bigelow up against Toy Story Two, uh, you knew I mean, what you were up to, you brilliant bastard. I love you. I love you again. All right, that was a huge bit. <laughs> you were really putting a lot of stock in the fact that I would be smart enough to connect the two things. <laughs> Did you say steak? Oh, that's a huge bitch. That, that's a, a bit favorite of mine. I like to throw that one around from time to time. All right. I mean, Deuce, Deuce Bigelow is a, it, it also uh, features Norm Macdonald. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. I, I got, I got a lot of, I got a lot of Sandler and Norm. I got some John Stewart. Yeah. And some Christy Swanson. It's all, I got they're his, all together. They count as one. I get what you're saying. So I, I got, you know, I got, I got some, I got some character actors. All right, there. all right. Let's see. But let's see. I, let's I don't, see. I don't think so I, I don't think I can in good. What is it? Is it two two and a tie? Is that where we are right now? I, I don't think I can truly take 1999 with the green. I mean, like I said, <laughs> Big Daddy. I, I, I will, I will be willing to put forth. Yeah. Big Daddy and a side of really well crafted BS to get my way around <laughs> Green Mile, maybe. Yeah. But. But to the green mile, which is like you are, it sounds to me too. like you're very gen- generously uh, declining the point. Yeah, because I, I, I can't like while I may objectivity have wins. Yeah, <laughs> I have a particular feeling for Deuce Bigelow, male Gigolo. Mm. I don't know that I can necessarily, in good conscience, put that up against Toy Story Two and say it's the clear winner. <laughs> Especially, especially the only reason it's even in the ring uh, is because Adam Sandler has an uncredited voice in the movie. <laughs> uncredited. Yeah, that, so that's just like doesn't that just mean really like it's not confirmed? <laughs> like no one really knows. Like, <laughs> let's see, 1999. Oh, the, here's here's this movie. Adam Sandler watched this movie. Uh, I'll just add <laughs> it, it to my list. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you. So it's actually three two Hanks going into the three two Hanks and three I, two Hanks. Yep, two thousand I mean, is two, next. Two, uh, two, uh, all I have, I have little Nikki and uh, little Nikki the video game. So I, I'm, you know, so uh, I, this I, might be the, this might be the death blow for me. I mean, all I love I'm little bringing Nikki is one of the most anticipated movies of the year coming out in December. Tom Hanks, America's Sweetheart. I can't. I just can't understate how big a fan everyone in America was of Tom Hanks in 2000. <laughs> I mean, he was up there like, dude, through the moon. And it's still incredibly high. But Castaway was, it's one of his more iconic movies, I think, uh, with the Wilson. And it it really kind of got him back into the swing of serious roles where he, you know, he excelled because he has such a good sense of humor, but he could also emote emotion very effectively. He showed that as playing the alcoholic uncle in Family Ties. He was attracted to that kind of stuff. So he took that likability and married it with, you know, uh, good actual chops, good acting chops, and surround them with actors like Denzel Washington and Sally Field, you know, just surrounding with, like, also great actors. But the love, the, the the love for Tom Hanks will rise above all, and he will get credit for the success of everything. But yeah, so Castaway versus Little Nicky, arguably Adam Sandler's most hated movie. I <laughs> uh, see. I I was a huge fan, <laughs> and I'm 
I'm still quite upset that Little Nicky does not have a Blu-ray release because Little Nicky is actually one because it was based on one of his SNL Weekend Update characters. I would uh, if I if I have the choice. I mean, if I'm yeah. being honest, if I have the choice, yeah, and I watch Little Nicky or Castaway. I'm gonna watch Little Nick. Of course, because uh, Castaway be is sort of it's it drains you emotionally and physically. <laughs> that movie is uh, yeah. hell to watch. And then you know, the, there's there's the ending where it's just left open, and you're like, what? What ha-? he so he delivers the pack. What is it? What is this? What are you doing, Tom Hanks? You spend an hour and a half playing around on the beach with a volleyball, and then you make yourself a little boat, like you know, Harvey Keitel yeah. was in. Little Nicky, you know, Harvey he was, Keitel. he was, but little Nicky, um, was Evan Nealon. It was a, it was an exclamation point of America's, uh, unanimous decision to say no more. Thank you, Adam Sandler. You entertained us well, but now this is the end and we don't want to see you again because we're tired of the, you know, we were, we just, we're not a fan of little Nicky, sir. And you're not on SNL anymore, and you haven't been in a while, so I can't look at you and be happy about that. You're not just you're just not as big a star anymore, Adam Sandler. I'm sorry, Rodney Dangerfield, <laughs> who was very famous with old people in 2000. <laughs> Dana Carvey, John oh. Lovitz, Kevin Nealon, Michael McKean. Quentin Tarantino. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to be the judge of reason here and step in and say, I think this is a win for Hanks. Not not like some of his more convincing wins in the past, but I think it's it is a it's I think there's enough of a gap in quality that we can go ahead and maybe hand him the win. What do you say? I'm just uh, George Wallace. I knew you were going to do that. You bastard. George Wallace. (laughs) You're going to try and tangle tangent your way into the win again. Henry Winkler again. Henry Winkler. You win. You win. Somebody covered in bees. You win. I'm never going to beat you at anything in this show. If we just continue to (laughs) let, we cannot let this happen. You can do it. Someone needs to take a stand now against you. or We'll never get. Good Ozzy years Osborne, winning when they should have won and not fall for some gibberish nonsense spouted by a very funny man. One of Chris Farley's brothers, <laughs> John. Okay, okay. It's 4-2, no, Hanks. I'm, taking, I'm, I'm calling it. I'm, I'm calling it. And there's, there's no need. I stand by you, Adam Sandler. Yeah, me too, Adam. I stand oh, by you, Oh, it was tough. It was tough. And honestly, in, in 2001, you probably would have taken me. Tom Hanks only had a producing credits for Band of Brothers, which was huge. It was a big thing on HBO. But what did Adam Sandler do in 2001? Just for posterity. Uh, no, he's <laughs> He he was a he was a townie in the animal, and he had an episode of Undeclared where he was uncredited. Oh my god! I can't even give you a pity point for that. <laughs> I mean, two thousand two, yeah, two thousand two, you would have had a hard time. Mm. Sandler was coasting. He was coasting back into those uh, Zohan years, right around that time. But Fun I like those love, years Mr. because Deeds. I like Adam Sandler. I watch nights. all of his movies. I don't care. Even the really bad ones, like that Netflix one that he made. <laughs> yeah, he... Uh, Do you see what I did there? 
you, you, uh, I he's implied made several. <laughs> that his whole career <laughs> since Netflix has been really disappointing. I gotta say. So uh, yeah, thank so God Sandler he's, dude, he, thank God he's touring again. And by the way, I had the honor of seeing him in live, and he was fantastic. Reminded me of why exactly I love Adam Sandler. He was being that goofy. Uh, mid to late 90s Adam Sandler that we all love and people ate it up like and asked for more and it was awesome if there was anybody that could go toe to toe with Tom Hanks in the early to late 90s yeah Sandler's Sandler's probably it I mean you really have to look at Hanks's two or did he win three Oscars or was he going for three with Apollo because it was nominated uh yeah I he had one for Forrest Gump and Philadelphia. And there was a chance he could have three-peated. Those are like, people talk about Michael Jordan because he was part of like three-peats. You know what I'm saying? That's a, yeah. Oh, as amazing as SNL. Like, it's, it's a squeaker, dude. It's such a squeaker. Like, that three-year period, if we were to shrink just down to three, it probably would have been more effective. You know what I mean? But because yeah. we went seven, you know, rounds, we were able to determine a winner just by, you know, I mean, some, something's got to tip the scales, I guess. We can't have a tie is what I'm saying. There's got to be a winner. There has to be a winner. Well, and I think, I think that's a good metric, you know, being that this was, a, this was an experiment, an exercise, something we've never done before. Absolutely never that's... even talked about doing uh-huh. before. No, and I, I, I think it was a ton of fun. I like it. And I like shooting from the hip with it, too. Yeah. Because... Uh, and I, it's fun, like even, even trying, you know, like, you know, I, I know that, uh, that a, uh, a volleyball is clearly more valuable than, than comedian legend Rodney Dangerfield. Um, so that it, but it wasn't just clearly, any volleyball, sir. It wasn't just any Castaway volleyball. Is clearly a Wilson, better movie than Wilson was than a bigger, the, people bought Wilson on t-shirts more than they bought Tom Hanks on t-shirts for that movie. Probably the, the final on-screen appearance of, <laughs> comedian legend Rodney Dangerfield. I could see why a, uh, yeah. a volleyball would be far more. Wasn't, uh, wasn't Rodney Dangerfield like in that movie Requiem for a dream where he played like an abusive stepfather or something. No, there was a movie uh, where he played an abusive stepfather. It's right around the same time. Just a real scumbag, just a real dirt ball. <laughs> oh, was that ladybug? <laughs> oh, well, yeah, he did kind of like, yeah, that's, that's a problematic movie. Let's talk about ladybugs. <laughs> Ladybug, the best. movie, the well, movie where he makes fun of molesting a young girl. <laughs> yeah, you know, he makes a joke about it. Ha ha ha! Can you just picture Alf? Oh, uh, it's one really a boy up. in the closet. There's nothing to worry about. Ha! <laughs> He's just molesting little boys, not little girls. Yeah! <laughs> what a weird joke. But completely appropriate for the time. <laughs> yeah. Not enough people blinked when that came out. Because I actually have some affection for Ladybugs. But I got to say, when that scene comes up, I do have to, like, take a pee break or something. <laughs> like, I'm just going to go in here. Like, oh, does uh, anybody else want a snack? I feel like a snack right now. This is aged very poorly. <laughs> this is not yeah. good. Uh, yeah, so that's that's our part one episode. Then that's it's basically yeah. in the can. Uh, should we just do part two, or should we be dicks and like leave it as a cliffhanger and do something completely different next time? 
We, I, I'm, I'm up for whatever. I'm, All right. I, I enjoy Let's this. not commit to anything. That's going to be the rule. Yeah. That's a rule that no we broke commitment. again and again and again over on the other podcast where we would say, next time we're going to be watching this movie. Like, that was like a 50-50 thing. I mean, sometimes we did. Yeah. Sometimes we didn't. <laughs> but if we commit it to nothing, kept, then we can't lie to you. It kept it mysterious. Ladies and gentlemen, America, I'm on my hands and knees here. Please just love us. Make us famous yep. with our podcast. That's all I'm saying. That's all I want. I'm a good Vermontonian. Hear me now. Great people. Great and powerful people of Delaware. <laughs> Hear me. <laughs> I need you to heed my call. Heed my call. Heed my call. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Uh, yeah, we'll just we'll just do whatever. And maybe hopefully uh, some people will come along with us for the ride, right? Yeah. I think they will. Initiate closing music. <laughs>